0: Welcome to Queen Bee's Podcast, where I say what everyone else is thinking, but too afraid to say, with the occasional laugh and plenty of cursing. I am Tina. I like white rum, true crime, and a damn good time. What's new, Bee's? I am loving this new microphone. Uh, I can kick back, relax while recording. I can lay down. I can stand, sit, or hang out on my exercise ball, which is not used for exercise. But anyway, speaking of exercise, the weighted hula hoop is somewhat worth it. I saw some results. Not what they advertise, but some. So, if you're willing to spend, you know, 15, 20 bucks on something, go for it. If not, no big deal. Well, let's get into it. Welcome! If you are new here, this is a podcast where I say that what everyone is thinking, but too afraid to say. I curse, I make innuendos, I love true crime, white rum, and a damn good time. Wow, a lot of that rhymed. But anyway, what is with my butt anyways lately? You can follow Queen Bees on the socials and share with everyone you come across. Okay. Now that that is out of the way, this week I am sharing how I want to be shown love. So we're going to talk about, you know, like your, what's your love language? So words of affirmation, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch are the love languages. Each one is important and express love in its own way. Learning your partners and your own primary love language will help create a stronger bond in your relationship. I will add the website link. So you can take the test and figure out what your answers are and then communicate them to each other in the show notes. I will also put them on all of the socials. So what's my love language? My main love language is quality time coming in at 37%. So in the vernacular vernacular of quality time, nothing says... I love you like full undivided attention being there for this type of person is critical but really big being there not so with the TV off fork and knife down all the chores and tasks on standby and just making that your significant other truly feel special and loved distractions, postponed dates, or the failure to listen can especially be hurtful to this kind of person. Quality time also means sharing quality conversations and quality activities. So then I also, my next one comes in, uh, are the words of affirmation and that's at 23%. So actions don't always speak louder than words. And if this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Are important. Hearing the reasons behind that love sends your spirits skyward. Like, I am proud of you. I appreciate you. Or... Just listening to that person's feelings. Insults can leave them shattered and are not easily forgotten. Kind, encouraging, and positive words are truly life-giving. I also have acts of service at 23%. So can vacuuming the floors really be an expression of love? Absolutely. a fucking Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities will speak volumes. You can do the laundry, the dishes, all that fucking cleaning that she don't want to do. As for him, maybe cutting the grass or weed whacking or picking up his tools and putting them back where they belong in the garage or wherever he keeps them. The words he or she most wants to hear is, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments, and making more work for them tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. Finding ways to serve speaks volumes to the recipient of these acts. Then I have receiving gifts at 17% and physical touch at 10%. Don't mistake receiving gifts for just materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. So if you speak this love language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are known you are cared for and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring you that gift my sister is thats the receiving gifts is got to be way up there on her love language because she's also a big gifter she loves to just give out gifts and she spends time finding that gift and making sure that it's the perfect gift for that person. She really puts a lot of thought and love behind that gift. Now a missed birthday anniversary or a hasty thoughtless gift would be disastrous to this kind of person. So would the absence of everyday gestures, Gifts are visual representations of love and are treasured greatly. For physical touch, that isn't just, you know, bedroom stuff. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not, surprisingly, very touchy. Hugs, pats on the back, holding hands, and thoughtful touches on their arm, shoulder, or face can be shown with excitement, concern, care, and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial to this person's love language, while neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and very destructive. Physical touch fosters a sense of security and belonging in any relationship. Think about infants who need that physical touch when they first enter this world. And if they don't get any kind of physical touch, they could turn into a serial killer. I'm not wrong. Google it. But Tina, how do I communicate this information to my significant other? Well, I'll give you some examples. And then you can show him the information via the links. You know, like you two take the tests. He takes one, reads it all through. You take yours, read it all through. And then give each other examples. That way you both can understand each other better. I also like to redo the quiz every couple years because sometimes your love languages change over time. My husband's percentages are quality time comes in at 37%, words of affirmation 20%, acts of service 20%, physical touch 17%, and receiving gifts 7%. So we are both pretty close to each other as far as our love languages. What does knowing each other's love language do for your relationship? Well, strengthen it, of course, to be completely frank and to the point, duh. If you know how to show your partner that you love them in the way that they want to be loved and understand. Wow. That doesn't make sense at all. Sorry, guys. When we know each other's love languages, We can encourage, support, and understand our partners so they feel loved, wanted, and needed. Because that's all people really want. When your love cup is full, you are happier, more patient, more understanding, etc. So get on out there, spread some love with your loved one, find a new love, fill that cup up, And have a fantastic Valentine's Day. Until next time.